Investment products are not FDIC-insured, not a bank guarantee, and may lose value. Please read other important information, which can be found on the link at the end of the podcast episode. Good morning. This is Michael Sembalis with the Eye on the Market podcast. For those of you that missed it, in late January, we sent out a brief note on the politics of wealth and income redistribution with a focus on some of the rather questionable arguments that are being thrown around from time to time, so we thought that it was worth a look. Uh, This morning, I wanted to just give you a brief update on an eye on the market that we're publishing today uh, that takes a look at the market rebound from December lows. Uh, For those of you that remember, the day after Christmas in the morning, we sent out a uh, bear market barometer that highlighted how stock and bond valuations had collapsed well below median versus history, and that in the past, markets typically rallied after these kinds of declines. One of the things that we focused on in seeing value for uh, long-term investors was the fact that a lot of fast money accounts were shorting equities in the days before Christmas in very thin markets. And as you can see now in one of the charts in our piece, as those shorts have been covering, the markets have been rebounding. Uh, And in fact, the market rebound has been faster than any other prior bear market in the post-war era. Uh, What's interesting also to note is the lack, uh, complete lack of real money participation in this rally since December. Uh, If you take a look at valuations, they're now around median. They were in the 80th and 90th percentile versus history at their peak in 2018. They collapsed to well below median uh, by the day after Christmas and are now as I mentioned, roughly average. Uh, The Fed has also uh, been encouraged by its own research and bludgeoned by the president into bringing its rate rate hikes to an end for now. That's been helpful to markets. Uh, I do think that as the labor markets continue to tighten, we had uh, U.S. job openings hit an all-time high in December. Uh, And I do think the Fed will face some tougher choices later in 2019 and that one or maybe two more hikes um, is coming uh, in this cycle. And then the last reason that we cited for the possibility of a market rebound is the shrinking universe of publicly traded companies, uh, which you can see based on looking at uh, the S&P divisor, which is a measure of the stock of U.S. investable supply. The, that kind of technical backdrop doesn't prevent the market from declining, but it does contribute to favorable conditions after a sell-off. Um, when institutional investors rebalance. So where do we go from here? We would expect another market uh, positive market bump from any agreement that ends up postponing or canceling or downplaying the imposition of 25% tariffs on another two to $400 billion of Chinese imports, um, uh, even as the U.S. perceives its strategic rivalry with China in different ways. Um, if you have a chance, take a look in this piece. Is in this week's piece, um, there are some very aggressive use of export controls uh, potentially coming. One example of which is the concept of deemed exports. So, if a Chinese national is working in a U.S. company and learns about information on projects related to certain foundational and emerging technologies like advanced computing, advanced materials, machine learning, that can be a deemed export, which falls afoul of this new act. So I think there are some very long-range consequences to to this export 
uh, Control Reform Act, which was signed last year, and which could be very damaging to global trade and to a lot of U.S. tech companies. But in the short term, uh, any agreement that um, postpones or cancels another round of tariffs will probably be welcomed by the markets. After that, I think the market rally pauses here because we still have to get through the question of tariffs on European and Japanese auto parts. And then more importantly, there are a lot of signs of slowing corporate profit growth in the U.S. and around the world. Um, if you take a look at leading indicators for earnings and earnings breadth and a bunch of other signs, it's actually quite possible that after last year's spectacular 20 to 25 percent earnings growth year, we could have slightly negative earnings growth in 2019 versus 2018. Um, so... Um, we don't see the risk of a recession this year. We feel pretty good about um, uh, our call to overweight the U.S. and emerging markets versus Europe and Japan, which is working again this year. Um, but um, the, it looks like global earnings and GDP growth is slowing a bit. And I think the equity market rally takes a pause once it digests some positive good news on the U.S.-China trade front. Um, one last thing that may be of interest to New Yorkers, uh, I presented with Mary at our investor summit in Miami last week, and after seeing all the sports owners and athletes in attendance, it dawned on me that being a New York sports fan was a pretty difficult thing for the last few years. So I pulled some data that shows that since 1950, the New York sports team winning percentage across the four major sports has only been lower a single time, and the same goes for playoff appearances. So if... Um, if it feels like it's been a tough stretch, uh, I now have some empirical data to back you up. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again next time. Michael Semblist's Eye on the Market offers a unique perspective on the economy, current events, markets, and investment portfolios, and is a production of J.P. Morgan Asset and Wealth Management. Michael Semblist is the chairman of Market and Investment Strategy for J.P. Morgan Asset Management, and is one of our most renowned and provocative speakers. For more information, please subscribe to the Eye on the Market by contacting your J.P. Morgan representative. If you'd like to hear more, please explore episodes on iTunes or on our website. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is a communication on behalf of J.P. Morgan Institutional Investments Incorporated, a member of FINRA. Views may not be suitable for all investors and are not intended as personal investment advice or as a solicitation or recommendation. Outlooks and past performance are never guarantees of future results. This is not investment research. Please read other important information, which can be found at www.jpmorgan.com disclaimer eotm.